Hello? Is this the show you're looking for? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I had something else planned and it didn't really work in my favor. But, hi! Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. It's your girl, Red. And I greatly appreciate you being here. Let's roll into this episode. I I don't... Jesus. <sighs> Jesus, keep me near the cross. Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. It is greatly appreciated. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? If you're returning, hey... Hey, honey. Hey, red people. Hey, hey, boo. Hey, cousin. Hey, friend. Love bug. What you want to be called? Let me know. It's all good. I'm not here to judge. Uh, sweet thing. Sweet kisses. Big daddy. I don't. I don't know. I'm not calling you big daddy. Let's be real. Let's let's be real. I'm not calling you big daddy. Um, <laughs> but hey. Thank you for returning. If you're new here, what's up? Hi, my name is Red. Please be entertained um, by this emotional roller coaster that you're finna go on that I call Uniquely Spoken. Let's jump into just scrolling. So, I'm just scrolling across this ghetto-ass internet. And where do I come across? I follow this guy named Sean King, who is an advocate, who is just amazing. If you don't follow him on Instagram, follow him on Instagram. And he posted this video of this high school student named London Wallace. It looked, uh, Jesus, this is just the first segment. It's just the first segment. It's, I just I just need things to go right. Things can mess up later on in the show. I just need things to go right in the first segment. That's all. But it looks as though there was a raid or a breakup of a party of some kind at an, at an apartment complex. And London Wallace was at this party. So there was all of these, it looked like teenagers, these young people, high school students at you know, what looked like the look like a house party. So they patted London down and told him to go sit down. So everywhere there are students sitting down. And I say students because like I said, these these are young kids. So he turned around and asked, he was like, Hey, where am I supposed to sit? Because like legit there's you know, there's nowhere to sit. One of the guards are was like, Calm down stop yelling you're you're not complying sit down and he was like no i'm just asking where i'm supposed to sit this man legit put his forearm up on this boy's throat and had pushed him up against the wall and began just jaw jacking him when i say straight jabs across the face all over this boy asking where am i supposed to sit that's the only question he asked. Where do I sit? This man legit began boxing this high school student. This boy had no 
criminal record, no trouble at school. He wasn't resisting arrest of any kind, just nothing. And once the cops started punching London, the other cops jumped on London and threw him on the ground and was like, stop resisting, calm down, calm down. What are you talking about? I'm getting my ass whooped by your fellow officer for asking, where am I supposed to sit? That's that's all he did. So now they have him on the ground and they're trying to put cuffs on him. But how they have him on the ground, they have one of his arms pinned and they're pulling the other one back. And now he's squirming because he and what's sad is, I believe at one point in time, London started saying, am I going to die today? Am I going to die today? The fact that this is a reality in this day and age and people still want to act as if racism doesn't exist or police brutality still does not happen is sad and it's sick. And the fact that Jay-Z went and bought in and now is a part of the NFL and he want to act like none of this still happened, that's, that's, that's something I'm not going to upset my spirit with today. But this this young boy was beat up by a grown man and jumped on by several other grown men and told to calm down. He was pinned on the ground. They get the cuffs on him. One of the other cops is just like, all right, it's like, calm down, just calm down. And London turns and tells him, like, yo, I'm calm. Tell your friend, like, tell your boy to calm down. Tell him to calm down. I'm calm. He's bleeding from the mouth. Um, I believe he was bleeding from the nose. His eye, um, I believe one of his eyes was, one of his eyes above his eye was cut. Uh, from either being on the ground or being punched several times. And what's worse is the Fresno Police Department investigated themselves. Not, oh, uh, internal, what's, what's it called? IAB, whatever else, internal, whatever, investigated. No, their department investigated themselves and cleared themselves and was like, hey, nothing, everything went well. Nothing was out of the ordinary. But then the body cam footage came and was released and basically stated that everything they wrote in the reports was a lie. So now we have to see how this plays out. And it's sad that half of us kind of know how this is going to play out. But to London Wallace, baby, I pray your peace and your strength. I pray for you and your family. (sighs) Moving on. Still scrolling through this ghetto-ass internet. And I come across this story on YouTube from Cardi B's friend, friend, uh, friend Star Brim. Star Brim goes, uh, goes off about the fight between her and Nicki Minaj last year. Basically, the part that got me was she said that she would sit up and do a bid for Cardi B. Excuse me? 
She would do a bid for Cardi B with no problem. She was like, everybody not like me. If your friend, basically, you know, if your friend don't do a bid for you, that's not your real friend. I'm sorry. Um, to my pud, to my tink tink, to my uh pet. Look, I might not be a real friend because I'm not re- finna willingly give up my freedom. <laughs> I'm not finna willingly give up my freedom to do a to do a bid for something. I either a I didn't do, or b just to give it up. Uh, <laughs> now I gotta sit here and trade Twinkies and Snickers just to get phone time and not to be somebody's prison wife. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. What you mean? And my and your real friends not gonna put you in a position where you got to give up your freedom. Let's be real. Now, mind you, both of them are uh blood affiliated maybe that's just how that's a different type of loyalty hey that ain't my cup of tea you know uh like i said i ain't giving up my freedom now if we in a situation where yo we all gotta fight baby i got you hands down we all we all going down together but we all finna have something to lose but I'm not going to push you to the side and be like, yo, I got this. I'm going to take the fall. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Yo, I'm the type that if they say, look, if you snitch first, you get the deal. Oh, like depending on the severity of the crime, I might be the snitch. Might be slightly depending <laughs> but to willingly give up my freedom uh-uh, can't do it i'm sorry i love you though love you with all my heart and my parts but i i can't willingly give up my freedom uh for the sake of our friendship uh i'm sorry if y'all dislike me after this or if you say you know what we can't be friends no more because you ain't real you ain't loyal i, I i'm sorry I can't do it. But to end this on a better note, still scrolling across this ghetto ass internet. And <laughs> I someone was reviewing this guy Kev on stage who I follow, who is very hilarious, was kind of doing this answer to a question. This woman wrote in about her man, and I guess they're not lackluster love life, but their hiccup in their love life so basically he's a good dude but he he has asthma and it interferes when he's eating southern cuisine if you will and she signed it bbw in distress look sis you taking this little meme Big girl, get on top. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> you taking this way too seriously. Because what you can't do is catch a charge and tell this man family how he died. Under me. <laughs> on bottom of me. You can't do that. You can't do that. How you explain to this man family? How? How? Like... 
Okay, he need a little albuterol. He needs some pro air. He needs some steroids to open his lungs up and his pathway. You know, maybe that shouldn't be part of part of y'all foreplay. Maybe that shouldn't be part of y'all interactions with each other. Maybe you're gonna have to get you get you something that get you there from point A to point B. Cause he ain't it, sis. You can't kill this man and fault him. For, for for the things that God did not bless him with. You see how this weather is. This pollen is killing him. And then you want to... Sis, you can't kill this man. You can't. You can't. He giving you his Anita Baker. Giving you the best that he got. Now, if in the middle of it, he got to stop and go. <laughs> he got to stop and get the inhaler and hit two pumps. Like, let it happen. You going to be fine. But he need to breathe, sis. Because you want him to do that. You want him to eat the southern food and still give you pumps. He going to die. Baby, his lungs going to give out on him. I got asthma. I know how this feels. He working up a sweat already. Now you trying to you trying to take him out. You trying to give his parents this color purple moment. Don't do it to him, sis. Don't do it to him. He don't deserve that. Gather around, children. Red people, honey buns. Oh, quick side note. Do y'all want to be separated like the guys be red people and the girls be honey buns or, you know, non-binary, you be who you want to be. I'm not here to judge you. You be a honey bun, honey, or you be a red people that I'm cool either way. But let me know. Give me your feedback. But gather around, children, because mama has a story for you. Okay, you gathered. All right, then. Once upon a time, not long ago, I was a hoe. <laughs> and I'm admitting it. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought about that, early, that song earlier today at the wrong time. And I had to get it off my chest. But once upon a time, way back when, my mom did the Weight Watchers program. Uh, You know, you go to the meetings, you... You know, clock your food and all of that. And she would go to the meetings on Saturday mornings. Well, one Saturday morning, my sister and I had a hair appointment. And if I told this story, like on one of my earlier, earlier shows, stick around, keep listening, or you can fast forward past this part. Because there's a, there's a point to this at the end of this. But... My sister and I had a hair appointment, so we had to go with her to the meeting because it didn't make sense for her to make two trips. So we go with her to the meeting, and the topic of the meeting, they will usually have these topics and all of that. The topic of the meeting was obesity and obese, all of that. Well, my sister being the person she is, got us kicked out. Of the Weight Watchers meeting. Now. If she tells the story. She says that I got us kicked out. 
I did not get us kicked out. Okay? She got us kicked out because the building that we were in, I believe, was like part of a church. But it had like one of those triangular type ceilings. And we sat in the back. But once you said something, if you said it loud enough, it echoed. Excuse me. Like, when I say echoed clearly, you couldn't whisper in that bitch. And nobody knew. (laughs) So, my sister was sitting in the back going, oh, bees. (laughs) Oh, bees. Oh, bees. Oh, bees. Just saying the word over and over again <laughs> in different variations. <laughs> because we're kids at the time. We like, this is a horrible word. Because, look, like, just listen to how it sounds. It's like you, it sounds like you're calling a beast. Just, oh, bees. <laughs> oh, bees. It, it was horrible. So, we got kicked out. Now, I got in trouble by association because I was laughing. I laugh at everything. If you know me, you know this. I laugh at everything. So, at this point, I done slid down in the pew. Then, ooh, ooh, I'm going to give a name. My sister <laughs> done slid down in the pew. And <laughs> we try not to be seen as if we not the only two kids in the back. <sighs> So, my mom comes to the back, and I believe the lady that was over the meeting came to the back and was like, okay, we need you to go. So, we get kicked out. My mom was like, go to the car now. (laughs) Needless to say, we got in trouble. We still got our hair done, but we got in trouble. Now, I bring this up because Weight Watchers. A 55-year-old program, or they might be over 55 now, has decided to relaunch their program. And they are now the WW program. Instead of Weight Watchers, you would think, WW, okay, it still means Weight Watchers. No, it means wellness that works. Okay? All right, doesn't seem bad. It's the same type of theory, but you get to eat more foods, different, uh, like some of your favorite foods. You still have to do the points. You don't weigh in as often. You still have to go to the meetings. Now stuff is through the apps. All of that is more up to date. We'll say that. But (laughs) Weight Watchers, WW, Oprah, because Oprah is a part of the WW program. You know, I love bread. Oprah. I don't think she bought the program. I, I don't know. But has decided, I don't think Oprah decided this, but WW program has decided to launch this app called Kerbo. Kerbo is a kid's version of the WW program. I want to let that sink in for a second. This lemonade is good. Kerbo is a kid's version of the WW program. For ages 13 to 17, but you can start as young as 8. Yeah, you heard me clearly. 
Whew. Oh, Jesus, my soul. So you log in your height, your weight, your fitness goals or your health goals and your are you aspiring to make your parents happy or are you aspiring to lose weight whatever the case may be now these teenage years usually are the prime time for eating disorders because you're going as you're going through a teenager you know you comparing yourself a lot so what you, you look like so what you look like compared to the media would you like compared to your friends jesus you scared the hell out of me all right i don't know why you walking this late at night i'm sorry but you compare yourselves a lot so now you have an app to let's say put you on the straight and narrow but to be able to start this app at young as young as eight you pay $70 a month to have a fitness coach or, you know, just a coach to help you along. They have a traffic light system. Green foods, hey, those are great foods to eat. Yellow foods, eat these in moderation. Red foods, stop, don't eat these, stay away. Do you know what you're doing to the mind of a child with this type of program? Now, it's one thing when you learn, you know, the pyramid system when you're younger, you know, have more vegetables on your plate than you do this and all of that. That's one thing that's coming from a doctor. That's that's, you know, that's one thing when you learn that as a kid. But for a parent to legit put their child on a diet at eight years old or even at 13 when you're not showing them the way because a fish stinks from the head to the tail so if you bringing something into the house that ain't supposed to be there you see what i'm saying it's not a oh well this is your fault because to me that's how that represents that's what that represents well i'm putting you on this because this is your fault and you need to do better you're too big you need to do better First of all, teach your child that, hey, you know what? This might be an issue. If you're already a bigger parent and you want to teach your child differently, hey, we're going to do something together as a family because you can't tell your child to make a change and you sitting up here with the McDonald's 20 nugget piece and the four dipping sauces because you paid the extra quarters to get them. And say hey you do you make a change and you've done nothing you can't expect that from a child you can't set a child up like that a fish stinks from the head to the tail if you bringing stuff in the house that ain't supposed to be there but you fussing about making a change sweetie How you think the child's supposed to learn? Have a conversation with your child. Hey, is there something going on where you feel like you have to turn to food? That Do you feel out of control in your life, in a sense, to where you feel like you have to turn to food because this is the only thing that you can control or this is the only thing that makes you happy? Let's, let's start a process. 
Let's start undoing some things. Because when you don't, guess what? You end up with bullshit like the WW Kids Carbo program. Selling your child that they need to be on a diet at eight. Eight. Thirteen. You, when you're an adult, you can make that decision. But you're a fucking adult. You can make that decision as an adult. Hey, I need to make a change. I need to make a change for my kids. And when they see me make a change, even if you do the change and you swap out some stuff, hey, we're not going to eat McDonald's every night. We're not going to eat fast food every week. We're going to cut down on this. They see you making a change. It's going to be hard in the beginning because it's what they're used to. But it's not going to be unattainable. Some diets are just unattainable. What happens when the child does eats one of these red light foods? Oh my God, I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. Now, you've created a whole new problem that didn't need to be there. So, WW, I was thinking about getting on the program. I'm not going to lie. Because I did like some of the stuff that was set up and some of the new modern stuff. But now I uh 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 it's y'all aiming y'all ish at kids now. Kids? You got tired with adults? Now you aiming it at kids? Come on, bitch, do better. Hey, honeys. So I've calmed down just a tad bit from Unique Thoughts. Um, I don't even think I said that we were in Unique Thoughts while we were in it. Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, the last segment, that was Unique Thoughts. And this is Hey, Honey. (laughs) So Hey, Honey is where I give advice or, you know, just encouraging words to... Jesus, that is a big mosquito. Sorry. But I give encouraging words that you can take with you throughout the rest of your month, throughout the rest of your week, or the rest of your year. The rest of your year. There it goes. Sorry, y'all. But in talking about the last, in the last segment about the whole Kerbo and, you know, talking about kids and starting them, starting with things at a young age. I don't know if y'all watch this show called Queer Eye. I love this show. (laughs) It has a special place in my heart. So Queer Eye, if you don't know, these five men who happen to be gay go and they basically enhance these people's different people's lives. So there was one guy who I can't think of his name right now. So we're going to call him Garrett. Garrett was put in foster care and all that at a young age he stayed with his mom as long as he can but his mom couldn't take care of him like she was supposed to so he was put in foster care and basically he was told at a young age and he was bigger so he was told at a young age that he was worthless he wasn't gonna grow up to be anything um excuse me that he was fat that he was ugly that he was this this and this 
but he was one of the most sweetest people and one of the most um one of the most humble people that you would ever meet. So he um I believe was in the military, got out of the military, and eventually it's like people's words from his childhood began to take over his life. And he began to self-deprecate and talk bad about himself. And there was a moment in the show where, or the episode where, um, one of the guys, Karamo, I love Karamo. Oh my gosh, I love Karamo Brown. <laughs> one, um, he took him to like this dance center or this, uh, this dance studio and he played back like the first, I believe, three minutes of Garrett meeting the, they call themselves the Fab Five. So within those first three minutes, Garrett had completely torn himself down. He talked about himself from his looks to, I believe, some of his char- characteristic flaws like when I say completely tore itself down and it was hard for me to hear back. So I can only imagine how it was for him to hear it. And he broke down crying because he didn't even realize like how much or how bad he would talk about himself. So my message to you today is Be careful what you tell yourself. Watch what you say to you. Because if someone were to play back your words to you, would it be positive? Would it be something encouraging? Or would it be something negative? Would it be something that will tear your spirits down? A lot of the times we'll talk about ourselves and I'm, 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 victim of or not victim I'm guilty of it because I do it a lot even when I try to avoid it I do I talk about myself to in a sense take the bullets away from everybody else from what they could use against me I'll you know I'll talk about my weight or I'll talk about my skin color or I'll talk about my hair um, excuse me, I'll talk about, you know, uh, my body shape or I'll talk about, uh, the fact that I'm not in a relationship or I haven't been in a relationship in years, or I'll talk about the fact that I'm still a virgin. All the things that I see as wrong, even though they're not wrong, I take the bullet, I see it as, um, oh, okay, I'm taking someone's ammunition. But then when I hear someone else find something that I couldn't think of or that I didn't take, it hurts. The words still hurt. And I'm trying to get out of the habit of talking bad about myself and talking bad to myself. Now I try to at least say one good thing to myself. It's a process. I ain't gonna lie to you. My lock screen on my phone is uh, a picture someone sent to me. 
and it's this list of I am's and it says you know I am beautiful I am strong I am anointed I am blessed I am grateful I am successful um I am grateful just um a list of things and I believe the last one says I am God's image or I am made in God's image and that's one thing I try to make sure I keep with me I am made in God's image God makes no mistakes. It says in Psalms 139, I'm sorry, 139 and 14, I believe. I will praise thee for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works for which my soul knoweth right well. You were not made wrong. There was nothing when God put you together. He didn't say Okay, I'm going to add a little bit of this, add a little bit of this, add a little bit of this. Oops. Okay, I made a mistake. But hey, they'll be able to live with it. So all of the things that you say to yourself is basically what you start living. How you carry yourself. It's like in a sense of how you see yourself are a reflection of the things that you say to yourself. A lot of the times I see, you know, a lot of the times I wear, you know, baggy clothes or just nothing to make myself look or feel cute. Because a lot of times I don't see myself as cute. I I don't. I have my moments where I'll be like, oh, shut up. I look good today, girl. And <laughs> it's like, okay, you know. Sorry, I got distracted. What are these people doing? But it's a moment of like, okay, I look cute today. And I try to tell myself that over and over again. And I put on an outfit to try to reflect it. But days where I don't feel cute, which is normally eight times out of ten. Oh, it's sweatpants, my hair stay tied up, and not a hoodie because, baby, it's summertime in Mississippi. Ain't nobody got time for that. But what you say to yourself matters. You carry yourself how you speak to yourself. Start speaking life into yourself. Start speaking life into the people that's around you. And watch things change. Start speaking life and success and beauty into everything in every aspect of your life. Speak more positive than negative. God didn't make a mistake. So don't start believing that he did. You're created with a purpose. And that's all that you needed to know. And that's all you have to believe. Speak that. Speak your purpose. I love you. Well, girls, boys, non-binary people of society, 
we have made it to the end of this episode of uniquely spoken thank you so much for sticking around to the end it is greatly appreciated i don't know why you tolerate all of my foolishness my emotional roller coaster of a show roller coaster there it goes of a show (laughs) but you do and you endure it week to week and i greatly appreciate it so we have reached lord i couldn't get it out (laughs) we have reached unique speaks and unique speaks you either get a poem or a quote and guess what you guys you're getting a poem yay i don't have any sound effects or anything um so just imagine hearing the claps clap 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 all of that so (laughs) this poem is actually one that i wrote for my papa's funeral and i just so happened to come across it in my phone um on his birthday his birthday was august 22nd and i came across it i took pictures of it um i typed it up in my computer and i just jesus these next father god (sighs) okay okay we're gonna make it i'm sorry y'all back to this (laughs) something flew across my lip and i couldn't i i couldn't do it i'm sorry but before my computer completely crashed or doing whatever it's doing i was able to take pictures of the poem that i wrote for him for his funeral um on my phone and i actually had not looked at it in a while and i just so happened to be going through pictures on my phone um because it said my storage was full or whatever and i just so happened to come across the poem on his birthday and if you follow me on instagram if you don't you haven't heard it or you haven't seen it if you do then you've seen it but you haven't heard me say it so now um but the poem is called the dash and i'm gonna read it instead of usually doing it from memory like i normally do but here we go i once heard someone say we are given two dates in this world a date of birth and a date of death but what people fail to acknowledge is the dash in between the stories left untold and the things left unseen the dash i am referring to is called life you have to decide whether to whether you live it wrong or right my papa was not the perfect man but i believe he was the man god called him to be the man that made you laugh whenever you asked who looks better between you and me and he would always say me i would ask him where did he look better at and he would say all over and i'd ask why you say that did he say because i'm older the same is age before beauty and someone once told me we were, we are all bloomed on earth to blossom in heaven. And I believe Robert Earl Howe is blossoming beautifully. So when you remember my papa, when you remember, so when you remember my papa, 
Remember that he was a loving father, a great friend, and a devoted husband, and a man who was true. My papa lived his dash. Can you say the same thing about you? The end. So that was the dash. And you heard the gist of it. Um, yeah. My papa was one of them men. Whenever you ask papa, who looked better between me and you? He would always say himself. <laughs> he never told you you look better than him. Uh, he would always say, he'll always tell you, what's up, ugly? Well, hey, hey, that ugly. But he would give you the shirt off his back if you asked him for it. He was a hard worker. He worked up until, when I say he couldn't work no more, he helped everybody. He loved unconditionally. He, he was one of those men that you just wanted to know. So, Robert Earl Howe, I love you. I miss you so much. I miss our laughs, our jokes, our talks. <laughs> uh huh. You listening to the blues. Just, I miss you, Papa. Happy belated birthday. And happy early birthday to my grandmother, whose birthday is August 26th. It's crazy. Their birthdays are legit four days apart. (laughs) Their birthdays are four days apart. And they were 13 years apart in age. And they were married for, I think he passed away before their 26th year anniversary. But I hope you have enjoyed this show. I hope I have said something. To make you laugh, to make you think, to make you feel, to make your day a little bit better. I hope I've said something to for you to take throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout the rest of your year. I love you. Please, red people, honey buns, whichever one you want to be. Always remember that L-O-V-E is all we need. Until next time, red people or honey buns, whichever one. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and you're my people. Until next time. Bye.